There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Thanks for joining us today as we're starting our coverage on Romans chapter 8 with verses 1 through 11. Welcome back to our channel, Christ Be Known. I'm Teddy Stewart. And I'm Ron Stewart. Here we're going to be going through God's Word, unpacking the Scriptures, trying to gain a better understanding of what the Word is saying to us, and finding ways to apply that understanding to our lives so that we can all strive to know Christ more. So these are just our thoughts um, of what the Holy Spirit was saying to us as we were doing our study this week. Um, if you're new to the channel, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, a little bit about us. We're not experts in the Word, but we do love to read and study the Word and to apply it to our lives and, and to just get to know Christ and strive and follow Christ as much as we can. Also, if you'd like to use the same study journal that we're using, it'll be linked in the description box below. All right, let's say a quick prayer and get into this. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for another opportunity to dig into your Word, to study your Word, to get to know you more. We just pray, Father, that you would impart your knowledge and wisdom upon us so that we can know you more. Yes. Help us, lead us to be quiet and be still and learn to hear your voice when you're speaking to us, Father. Mm-hmm. We pray, Lord, that it's you speaking through us, not us leaning on our own understanding, but the wisdom you impart in us is what you're speaking through us. We pray that seeds are planted, seeds are watered, that a harvest may be taken. And Lord, we just ask that you help us all to grow, to know you more. And it's in Jesus Christ's name that we ask these things. Amen. Amen. All right. So here we go. Romans chapter 8. Another chapter, another journey. So we hope you all like the way we've reconfigured things here by breaking the chapters down smaller, putting out three videos. I know for us it's a lot easier to really be able to dig into it more. You know, say, how do you eat an elephant? Well, one bite at a time. Yeah. So we're taking smaller bites of the word. Um, So let let us know if you're liking the new format or not. If you'd rather just go back to just doing one long video. So, all right, well, as a custom... Let's dig into the scripture here and read through some of it and discuss it. Okay. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Well, that's good news. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh... God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in those who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Amen. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life 
and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it's not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, then he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. A lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's... The whole thing you just read... Well, we're going to unpack bits and pieces of it, I'm sure, is really, again, as we've talked about in the first seven chapters, it's just a recap of what we've already talked about in the first chapters. Um, yeah. You know, die to the flesh, the flesh is bad. Um, it's almost like this part, he, he details a little bit more. Uh, because, you know, we, we, we've read before and talked about before how, yes, you die to the flesh. Mm -hmm. You know, walk in the Spirit and everything. And, and for like for a lot of years with me, we're like, what, what do you mean walk in the Spirit? Mm -hmm. How do I walk in the Spirit? What does it mean to be spiritually minded? Mm -hmm. Well, he finally, he just told us. You know, it's, it, it's your thoughts. What do you think about? Yep. What, what stays on your mind most? Um, and, you know... Like we've talked about before, it just—it's kind of comforting because Paul is just like us. He struggled with sin just like we do. He struggled with stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and, and it's really comforting because we're not sitting there going, "All oh, these people had no problem. Why am I having a problem?" No, they all had problems. Mm -hmm. They all had lots of problems. Struggled with it. Um, well, and as you were saying that, I don't. I mean, to what I was just writing down, this just hit me that you know, verse one, straight off the bat, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So, a lot of people, myself included, have you know, we struggle with whose voice am I hearing? Is it my voice? Is it God's voice talking to me? Is it Satan's voice talking mm -hmm. to me? Uh, you know, there's a struggle that goes on there. But verse 1 gives you a pretty good inclination for certain thoughts. If you have any condemning thought that goes through your head, you can guarantee it's not from God. That's right. Because for those who are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. That's right. So if you have any condemning thoughts, it is from Satan. That's right. Um, That's exactly right. Not in my notes. Hit me as you were reading it. I don't know why. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, sir. And you know... Because of what Jesus did, we are now free from the law of sin and death. Mm -hmm. We're still going to sin. We're just not going to die from it now. Yep. You know, and I, I know we've talked about that. I mean, that's that's been talked about for the previous seven chapters and mm -hmm. bits and pieces. Um, and you know, you turn over here to where 
he starts talking about, you know, do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, you know. And the, the good thing I like about this, I should have highlighted this part, but like I said, for a lot of years, thank you. Yes, for, sir. For a lot of years, uh, it, it was always like, okay, that's fine and dandy, but how? You're telling me the what, but you're not telling me the how. And then right here, he just answers it. For those that live in the flesh, they set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Now, that does not mean, well, I guess I can't think about football. Because that's things of the flesh. Mm -hmm. but, you, know, that's, you know, that's a fleshly enjoyment or whatever. That's not spiritual. No, that's that's not at all what it's saying. No, it's like we talked about in a previous video when we were talking and you had made that same analogy and it's like what they're, you know, the 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 sin in flesh being is anything that contradicts the book. There you go. There you go. Um, now, words out of my is mouth. football specifically mentioned in the Bible? I, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I haven't read the entire thing word for word and studied it, but my guess is probably not. No, I've never seen it. But at the same token, it's not, it doesn't go against anything that's written in here. No, no. From my, from my experience yeah. so far. And you, you can look at football as just like anything else. Mm -hmm. Football, money, or gun. Mm-hmm. You can all put them in the same category, and they can be used for good, and they can be used for bad. Oh, absolutely. Either way. Yep. So what you do with it mm -hmm. is going to determine is it for God or against God. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, so when yes, to to what you were saying, what you know, the people living in the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. That's mm -hmm. anything that is against God. Yep. Anything that it's not God pleasing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because the flesh is enemy to God. The world is mm -hmm. enemy to God. Well, and so, you know, your favorite word in here, I'm going to I'm gonna jump around a little bit. Sure. Uh, your jump. favorite word here in verse 7, um, you know, enmity. Yeah. Uh, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, um, I had to go look that word up, and so it was defined as hatred. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay, so the mind, the carnal mind is basically hating God, mm -hmm. which then just feeds right into what you were just saying about, you know, the fleshly desires and thinking of, you know, about being in the flesh and the carnal mind is, yes, it's not pleasing God. That's right. That's right. However, the beauty of it is you want life and life abundantly like God promises and God's peace, then be spiritually minded. That's right. Keep your mind on thoughts mm -hmm. and spirit. You know, Thank e you, verse e 6. Every morning, part of my prayer to God is help me to hold only thoughts captive that are pure, righteous, and holy, and discard all other thoughts. Because your mind is just like a garden. Mm -hmm. If you don't take care of the weeds, they will overtake mm -hmm. you. You'll have none of the good and all the bad. It's amazing. I mean, it's, it's a garden. It's a battlefield. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the most impressive computer in the world. Right. Uh, the things the mind can do, which I, I think we talked about last week too, about, you know, self-thought and self-talk and mm -hmm. um, how the mind can control, control, I mean, you know, 
your mind can lead where your body goes. Sure. Well, uh, one of my favorite sayings I've ever heard is whether you think you can or think you can't. You're, you're right. You're right. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of power your mind has. It's so powerful. It's scary. Mm -hmm. And so we have to control it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> now, thank the Lord we have the Holy Spirit to help. Yep. Because our nature, our natural self, doesn't want to control it. Mm -mm. Wants to let it run wild with the flesh. Mm -hmm. And live in the flesh. And, you know, be fleshly minded, if you will. Well, it's, you know, I mean, you know, the phrase, nothing worth happen, nothing worth having comes easy. Right. So, living spiritually minded is very much so worth having. Oh, 100%. And I know this is your favorite word, but it's not always easy. And the fact of what you just said, sure. that our human nature, the thing that does come natural to the body and to the mind is sinful desires and lust, you know, those things. Like we talk, you have to be intentional. And so that's where, you know, to me, that's where it's the whole part about, you know, nothing worth having is, you know, comes easy. And I, will so say, it's, I will say it does get easier. Yeah. The more, the more the more you're in the word, the more you're closer to God, you're building that relationship, mm -hmm. you're growing. It gets easier. Um, you get spiritually stronger. Oh, and you do, um, you develop the habits. I mean, yes. you can go into the yes. whole habit process yes. of, you know. Yes. It takes 3 months. I heard somebody the other day they were like told me, you know, it takes them a couple of years to really set themselves into a habit. Sure. Especially if it's really hard. The harder and, it is, the longer it's going to take, I think. And then you've heard the whole, you know, you got to spend 10,000 hours practicing something to be to become an expert or, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's a trade or a craft or, you know, playing the drums or what, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just constant, intentional um, practice, if you will. Yeah, it's intentional yeah. living, yeah. intentional thinking, intentional walking. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you just go through your day, go through your life, see the pants willy-nilly, the flesh is what's going to control. Mm -hmm. The flesh, you're going to you're going to live in the flesh, because that's what our nature wants us yep, to do. Exactly. Um, and I like you know in the flesh we can't please God. Well, why is that? Well, we just talked about it because the flesh is enemy against God. Yeah, I love it. That's my exact note. Carnal mind has hatred towards God and therefore cannot please God. Yes. And then I have in parentheses, however, thank you, which we'll get to in a few weeks, Romans 12, 2. <laughs> Renew your mind. That's right. So then after that, you know, he says you're not in the flesh, you're in the spirit. If the spirit of God dwells in you. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible tells us that when we accept Christ as our Savior, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. So therefore, we are no longer living in the flesh. We are living in the Spirit. Uh, which Paul really dives into here later in this chapter, um, which is going to be really good. But um, I Actually, I'm sorry, it was the last chapter. He dove into it really hard. Getting my <laughs> um, when he was talking about you know it's I'm doing the things I don't want to do mm -hmm. I don't do the things I know I want to do 
Um, and, but because of that, you know, it's, it's not me that's doing those bad things, evil things. It's the sin living in me mm-hmm. that's doing those things. So, you know, it's because he is living in the spirit. That's a flesh causing it. Well, and I, I like the impact um, in verses 9 through 11. The word dwells is in here three times. It's actually in 11 twice. Um, and, so, you know, you just think, you know, we hear that and we're like, oh, okay, the Holy Spirit dwells within me. Well, I, I don't have it pulled up. I didn't write it down. But, you know, the definition of dwells was um, basically to take residence. Okay. Point being, the Holy Spirit dwells, it lives within us. It doesn't just come and go. It's not just passing through for the weekend. No. Um, Live in or at a specific place. It 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 resides mm-hmm. inside of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So just uh, it just it hit me. It was just a little mm-hmm. impactful that it's like okay. Even even when you don't think, oh well, the Holy Spirit's not with me today. Oh, well, the Holy Spirit's no, with it's, you. It's with you all the time. Yeah, it's with you all the time. Um, usually. Anytime you don't feel its presence or you don't feel the presence of God, well, I won't say usually, all the time, it's you stepping away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says more about you than it does about God. Yes. Uh-huh. God doesn't go anywhere. God's still sitting there. Yeah. You, us, we are the ones veering off path, mm-hmm. walking away. Um, completely. Yeah. You know... For as far as application goes, for what we've just read so far, to me, it's just control our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Disregard thoughts that do not please God. You're going to have them. They're going to pop up, especially as soon as that person cuts you off in traffic. There ain't no pleasing thoughts to God going to pop up in your mind right off the bat until you build that habit up. Mm-hmm. You can, and you will. I'm living proof of it. Um, but... You have to take care of your mind. You have to tend the garden, mm-hmm. keep the weeds out. And it's something that has to be done on a conscious level, intentionally, mm-hmm. at least at the beginning. Yep. Like I said, eventually it'll get easier. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's habit forming. It'll, it'll become, this is my new normal. Mm-hmm. You know, And it to the point to where you'll have a thought not pleasing to God and be like, where'd that come from? Right. Um, I'm not there. Yeah. But I must have missed my Bible reading this morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, inten- yeah. Intentional action items. I mean, you just you you have to you have to be diligent and yeah. intentional with it. Hundred um, percent consistent. Um, some of the things I wrote down were, and you know, again, I think these are things that all of us can do. Sure. Um, I tend to write down, you know what the Holy Spirit says to me and kind of what hits me for application in my life because that's my experience. I don't know what you all have been through, so I don't know how necessarily it applies. But um, one was just acknowledge my reliance on God and the Holy Spirit. That's good. Um, Talk about being self-aware and, you know, acknowledging that I, I do need them in my life. Like far and away, mm-hmm. um, be thankful for their presence in my life. To please God, 
live by way of the spirit, not of the flesh, which we've talked about quite a bit. Um, and then renew my mind by staying in the word, which is what you're talking about, about, you know, continually plant the, the God vegetables and, and keep yes. the weeds out. Yes. But I, I, I think that first one, acknowledging the reliance on God and the Holy Spirit is, is key because by acknowledging that and accepting it, I think it, it's the first step. It's just like, you know, there's the gentleman that talks about, okay, well, make your bed as soon as you get up in the morning. And if nothing else, you have a, a made bed to get into at night. But it just sets the tone for the day. Acknowledging my reliance on them sets the tone and makes me, you know, continuously remember I need to be in here to get guidance from them and to learn from them if I'm reliant on them. Well, yeah, anything that you know you rely on, you stay in touch with. Mm -hmm. and, well, and, and the flip side of that to me, though, is by acknowledging my reliance on them, I'm acknowledging that I need to release the self-control. There you go. Like, I'm not in control of the show. There you go. Um, and so by acknowledging that, you know, I'm relying on them, I'm not, then it, it helps me to not be reliant on self. Which, which is, is incredibly hard. I mean, so, oh, many, yes. so many of us want to be in control. Mm -hmm. and, and you're not in control. The only thing you can control in this life is how you react to the things around you, mm -hmm. the life around you. Um, you can control some of your life, but majority of it happens outside of your control. And not well, I mean, you can control your actions and you, you can, can control, control your actions, you know, your location and where you take yourself. And I mean, yes, there's things you can control, but as far as a big picture item, nope. so many, unless you're just living in your house and you don't ever leave and you don't ever interact with anybody, hmm. a hermit there's going to be so much of your life that is out of your control because yep. it's dictated by other people. Yep. And people will always let you down. Oh, people will let you down. People will, I mean, things just, you know, it's accidents happen because there's other people around. I mean, it's just, you know, stuff happens. Mm -hmm. um, case in point, my dog, he thinks that we're the only ones that live in this neighborhood. So anytime there's a car door, he goes ballistic because somebody's here. Well, they're not here. There's three houses down. There's other people that live in the neighborhood. He doesn't know that, though. <laughs> Sorry, tangent. Y'all met Roscoe. Uh, yeah, y'all met him last week. And then one really, really important part is he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Our spirit will live forever. Mm-hmm. what we're told. Because the flesh is immortal, but the spirit is mortal. For sure. I did have another note on here for verse 9. I guess it would just, it really slapped that. I, I wrote down it's very powerful that, you know, our flesh is dead because we are Christians, basically. It's what, what it's saying, you know. Um, why did I write down verse 9? Oh, no, no, okay, never mind. Yeah, verse 9 is powerful. I can't read my own notes right here. That's I'm supposed to stop there, that, that part. But yes, verse 9 is very powerful because we're not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. It means means not, you're not one of God's. So if the spirit's not living in you, not dwelling in you, then 
You're not one of God's. Yeah. And that's a great teaser for the next video. Yes. Yes. Because the next the next one is so powerful to me. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, I will. This is gonna be the teaser to the next video. So if you want more detail on this, stay tuned for the next video. Some people might be like, well, I don't feel the spirit in me. I must not be one of God's. I must not be saved. There's a lot of my days that I don't feel no different. I don't feel like something's inside me, living inside me, feeling the spirit. I know the spirit's there, one, because I'm told in this book that it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay? I had the faith that the spirit's there. Usually... When I really notice the spirits there is when it slaps me around, puts me back on track because I'm goofing off or I'm doing something I shouldn't be or I'm starting to veer or whatever. That's usually when the spirit's like, hello? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't know. It's not like you get this warm, fuzzy feeling all the time because you got the spirit inside you. I don't at least. Well, I mean, I don't think it's anything like we walk around and you know you you don't have a glow or a halo about you or I mean around. yeah I mean I no no I think it's you know you you notice the spirit whenever you I'm gonna say this whenever you need the spirit now yes. that may you may not recognize you need the spirit the spirit's gonna know it and you'll know that the spirit's there. Yeah. Um, but then there are times that you recognize you need it, you seek it out, you search for it, you task and talk, and, and then you realize that the Spirit's there. Yep. Um, I don't think that it's, you know, like you said, you don't wake up with warm, fuzzy feelings every day, and you're like, oh, there's the Holy Spirit. Nope. But, yeah, I can just, you know, somebody who's but, new, a new Christian. Oh, yeah. Way that, oh, yeah. Like, well, I, you know, I must mm -hmm. not have done it right. Mm -hmm. I don't feel the Spirit. You accept Christ as your Savior, you got the Spirit. Well, and I think, too, you know, if you're a believer, the way you can, you, another way you can tell is, you know, at the end of the day, reflect on your day. What all happened to you throughout the day? How'd you react and how'd you handle those things? If you did them in a, in a godly way, uh, I'm here to tell you the Spirit was definitely with you. Oh, yeah. If you didn't, it doesn't mean the spirit wasn't with you. Right. It just means you fought against it. It just means you didn't yield to the spirit. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Which is a process called sanctification. I think we talked about that once or twice. At least. Yeah. All right. That's all I've got on Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. Yep. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what, what, what you got out of verses 1 through 11. Um, yep. You know, we'd like to know, especially. You know, I've already wrote down one of his notes that I didn't get out of it. So, uh, yeah. you know. What did the Holy Spirit say to you? Maybe maybe you'll put something now that I can go back and go, uh, man, how did I miss that? Mm -hmm. So, once again, we appreciate you. You know, if give us a like, subscribe to the channel if you want to see more of our content. Make sure and share it. Mm -hmm. Somebody out there, you know, this might help them. Somebody out there may be able to help us. 
Yeah. So. I have no idea. Not necessarily. I mean, just like we're sharing these videos and, you know, sharing this content, it's, uh, you may share it and somebody that you don't even know may see it and, and it impact their life. Yeah. Uh, and, and you may never, ever know. But the beauty of it is, is that somebody's life gets impacted. Um, as our reminder to ourselves, uh, let our focus be that throughout this life, we live and die in a way that when we are thought of, it is Christ that is remembered. Christ be known. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, Father. We thank you for being with us and for speaking to us through your word, Father. Uh, we thank you for for sharing your, your Holy Spirit with us, Father, and for, for sending it to dwell within us and for to speaking to us and to guiding our lives. Father, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your grace and your love and your mercy. And we just ask that you would continue to watch over us and protect us, Father. And it's in your Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you guys next time. <laughs>